talk shows lectures documentaries discussions arguments information education entertainment infotainment music drama theater and more only on radio active 90.4 megahertz get active Dear listeners, you are hearing to Radio Active 90.4 MHz, Bangalore's first community radio station. You are now listening to Arjya Purva. Today, under mental health, you are going to hear about Mental Health, A Key to Success, which is organized by Banjara Academy. And to tell us more about this, we have with us Dr. Ali Kwaja, who would be giving us more insights about what mental health is and how it is a key to success. So with no more further ado, let's hear from him. Very good morning to everybody. How is your mental health today? Imagine if you go and ask a friend of yours that question, what sort of answer do you think you will get? On the other hand, if a friend of yours is looking a little tired or pulled down or whatever it is, and if you ask how is your health, meaning to say physical health, that person will actually feel nice. Oh, thank you for inquiring. You know, I'm just recovering from fever. Uh, no, I didn't sleep last night and that's the reason why I'm feeling very tired. So nice of you to inquire and stuff like that, right? When you inquire about physical health, people feel nice. Very often, even if you don't inquire, people start talking about it. I don't know, last few days I've been having this stomach problem. I should do something about it. I think maybe I've been eating out too or some such thing. Very comfortably, they will say, even if it's a serious ailment, I've been referred to the oncologist, you know, they are suspecting some form of cancer, so I was very worried. I thought I'll talk to you about it. I hope it turns out to be something very minor and I can get over it. Anything like that. In the physical realm, people are more than willing to talk about, uh, discuss, reach out to others, share experiences or, you know, share what knowledge they have and therapies and whatever it is but when it comes to mental health people don't even want to talk about it the reason the answer for this is very very simple people think mental health means mental illness out of the 30 odd books that i've written one of them is on mental health in fact i was going to write a book on mental illnesses and disorders but I thought, no, it's too dangerous. Nobody will come near that book. So I just uh, titled it as Mental Health. And believe me, that is the least selling of all my books. People don't even want to open it and see as though by opening the page of that mental health book, you know, you'll go mad or some mental ailment will hit you and things like that. Somewhere along the line, we seem to think that there are only two categories of human beings in this world. Those mentally ill people whom we refer to as insane, lunatics, those type of derogatory words we use, no? There are that category of people. You'll see some of them poor chaps standing on the road, looking at the sky, talking to themselves. You'll see somebody with torn clothes and mumbling, you know, not uh, even aware of what's happening around and things of that sort. So we say these are these lunatics, these are these mentally ill, insane type of people and we keep as far away as from, from them as possible and we think the rest of the world, all of us including me, we have wonderful and very good mental health. That's not true. 
mental health is also a continuum the same way as physical health. Even if today I'm not suffering from a major physical disorder, I may have, as I just mentioned, a stomachache. I may be running slight uh, temperature. Because I've been sitting on my chair for long hours, I may be having some neck pain or back pain or something of that sort. So nobody can can say that they have perfect mental, um, I mean, physical health. And there is no exact dividing line between wellness and illness. Sometimes people with major illnesses uh, um, also. I have a, a friend for uh, example who was diagnosed with very serious cancer 30 years back. And after the basic treatment, she was told that please come regularly for a checkup because you don't know when it can recur and when things will happen and things like that. And for the last almost 30 years, she has not gone back to any doctor. And she is doing whatever else she has to do. She has brought up her children. She is doing everything fine. So would you label her if you go and check on her medical records where she got her treatment done, they would say that this person is a cancer patient. But she doesn't seem to think so. So that's what I mean to say that even in physical ailments, there is no dividing line that this is a sick person and this is a healthy person. In mental health, all the more so. Because mental health is such a fuzzy, such an undefined line. Let's say you have a friend who's perpetually short-tempered, always shouting at people for no rhyme or reason. Slightest provocation and he just loses his top. How would you define him? Would you say he's a short-tempered person or would you say he's got a mental disorder or whatever it is? Yes, he does. He actually has a mental disorder. It's a personality disorder. He cannot control his temperature, his, uh, you know, the anger and temper and things like that. But if anybody were to dare to tell him that, see, your mental health seems to be bad because of the way you're losing your uh, temper every now and then, why don't we do something about it? Probably he'll shout loudest at you and say that, get lost, you are the one who's mad, I'm not mad, I've got nothing to do. But then see, you've been shouting, yes, of course I'm shouting, but these people do bad things, why should I keep quiet? I have to set them right, and the only way to set them right is to discipline them, and to scold them, and things like that. I know what I'm doing. But then he's losing out on relationships, he may lose out on his job, his family may be extremely upset with him. Quality of life can go down so badly with such people. And yet they deny that they have got any mental health issues. And that is why today, on this occasion of the mental health uh, uh, day, I thought, you know, after a week-long short, 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 short videos, which we kept uh, putting up at 11 o'clock every day for the last one week, just as a backgrounder to understand what is mental health. Mental health is not absence of mental illness. Mental health is a lot of other uh, factors. Okay, let us start from well-being. When we want to have well-being, when we want to be in solace and in peace and you know, in harmony and things of that uh, uh, sort, we need to have good physical health, of course. If I'm having aches and pains or if I'm suffering from some debilitating illness, I can't say that I am in well-being. So that is one. Equally important. Sometimes I feel more important is your mental health. 
even if you have a not so functional body but your mind is good you can still lead a good quality of life i had and have friends who are quadriplegics paralyzed neck down their entire body is dysfunctional and yet they lead a good quality of life because their brain is fully functional they can think they can emote they can make relationship they can discuss they can teach they can learn they can enjoy they can eat the best of food they can do whatever they want to uh, do now contrast that with people who have a perfectly healthy body but their mind is malfunctioning like i gave you the example of the person who is so short tempered that he just does not control himself and every day he gets into fights either with his colleagues and bosses or with his family members or even people on the road and things of that uh, sort what sort what is the quality of life and that is why i am saying that when we talk about well being physical health is not enough it also has to be good mental health there is a third dimension to it spiritual health which gives you that deeper meaning of life that solace that ability to handle stress without distress to be able to think that even if things are not going well now there is perhaps a meaning for my existence why i have come in and i have to fulfill my path my journey of life and then i will move on so these are the three aspects physical health as you know the preventive preservative roles are played by everybody even an illiterate mother knows that if her child goes out and gets wet in the rain she has to immediately change his clothes dry his hair give him something hot to drink and things like that same thing with preservative uh, uh, health when the child goes to school give him a bottle of water so that he doesn't drink polluted water uh, um, outside give him a tiffin with homemade uh, food see to it that he has a proper bath and he remains clean and all that to preserve his physical health only once in a while when things go wrong for the curative part we go to the doctor he's got fever the fever is not coming down or something so we go there or he's got this you know severe headaches and these and that whatever it's going beyond the preservative and preventive role then we go to the doctor and then the doctor treats you and things like that the other end of it spiritual uh, well-being so many people have very wise and very knowledgeable gurus who tell you that this is the way you have to tackle life this is the way you have to handle adversity this is the way where you have to look at the broader picture of your existence and things of that sort and they also provide solace and calmness and harmony and all those things so okay the spiritual health remains good in between is this funny thing called mental health it starts with the stigma itself i can't even tell anybody that i am feeling depressed or i am feeling angry every time or i am feeling this or that similarly people are not supposed to ask how is your mental health even asking that question itself can be such a put off the other person may say or why 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 you asking such question do i look mad to you or something of that sort so we can't even inquire that is the stigma to mental health which we want to get over and for that we have been constantly working on it for the last almost 40 years uh, now trying to promote in our own little way 
how people's mental health can be made better how people's mental health can be kept in a good condition okay now how do you measure whether i have good mental health or not sometimes as i told you there are some very obvious symptoms i gave the example of a person who just cannot control his temper there could be somebody who is very obviously depressed so depressed that he becomes dysfunctional he doesn't want to talk to anybody he does not do his routine work and things of that sort so these are of course certain indicators but even then when do you say that anger has taken on a situation where this person needs external help or curative therapy when do you say that the depression is so bad that we can label it as clinical depression and this person has to go for therapy or to a mental health professional or medication or whatever it is there is no dividing line in mental health there are no diagnostic tools there is no thermometer there is no blood pressure apparatus there is no checking like in blood sugar and anything of that sort so all this has to be done by human intellect when you go to, for example to a psychiatrist as i said the psychiatrist has no diagnostic tools he can't write out a chit to the pathological lab and say get a blood test done urine test done get an x-ray get an mri and that based on that i'll tell you what's wrong with you no nothing of that sort so what do we do let me start with a very simple you know barometer or a way of checking whether your mental health is going well or not see 99% of children have good mental health the only children who do not have good mental health are the ones who have been harassed very badly those who have gone through abuse those who have been molested those who have been put down very badly those are the children whose along with the body the mind can get affected and their mental health can go down thankfully that percentage is not too much in a culture like ours where we genuinely love and care for our children we not only do not abuse our children we protect them from abuse from any other source so if a child has barring maybe one odd bad incident here and there if the child has gone through a reasonably good protected and you know a positive uh, upbringing children have very good mental health now as i go up into the adulthood a small percentage 1 1.5% of the entire population get succumb to major mental illnesses those are called psychosis when the person loses touch with reality schizophrenia bipolar disorder in later years it could be dementia and alzheimers and those type of ailments these are all psychoses where a person loses touch with reality and the person needs to be under constant care and treatment by a psychiatrist coupled up with a clinical psychologist etc and he may require long term treatment but as i said that is 1 or 2% of the population 98% of us do not suffer from psychosis or major mental illness but many of us do suffer from neurosis there we are getting into bad habits 
we are doing things which are not acceptable to society but we are aware of it and yet we can't come out of it even addiction to substances like alcohol and drug are recognized as neurotic disorders even though the person is aware when he wakes up the next morning he realizes that he has got drunk he may have misbehaved he's done something wrong he feels guilty he feels bad about it sometimes he goes and apologizes to some family members if he has been bad to them the previous night or something of that sort but before you know it the craving takes over him and by evening he is back to getting drunk or you know hit by those uh, drugs and things of that uh, sort so right from there to personality disorders like being short tempered not being able to control your anger so many other um, uh, things we have you must have heard of things like ocd obsessive compulsive disorder or adhd attention deficit hyperactivity disorder all these come under the category of neurosis and there is no dividing line so as a lay person as somebody who does not have any in depth knowledge or training in either psychiatry or in psychology how do you measure whether a person has you know gone through a bout of or is going through a bout of low mental health in physical ailments one of the most common things is the fever the moment you touch and say oh your body seems hot you pull out a thermometer stick it in and you say yes 99 degrees temperature so maybe you take an off today have lots of fruit juices keep yourself warm stay at home and let's hope by tomorrow or take some paracetamol and by tomorrow day after you should be fit and fine but if the thermometer is showing 102 103 degrees and it has been so since yesterday day before no i think we need to go to a doctor if it is 105 106 i think this patient has to be referred straight away to the hospital things can go very bad so that is how i said that we use all these starting from the thermometer to so many other diagnostic tools to measure whether anybody's physical health is going down in mental health we have no diagnostic tools so one of the simplest ones i'm not saying that it is a complete indicator like a thermometer but at least enough to caution you is lowering of your sense of humor if you see a person whose humor quotient seems to be going down what does that mean if somebody is talking to him light heartedly does he start getting impatient does he want to be taken very seriously when he is talking and somebody interrupts he blows his top if somebody cracks a joke at his expense he gets extremely agitated he does not want to acknowledge and accept that yes life is got its ups and downs sometimes good things happen sometimes bad things happen he will not be able to acknowledge that you know somebody has made fun of him or something of that sort so when a person's sense of humor starts going down that could be a first indicator to you that this person's mental health is going down we need to do something about it and like i get, told you in the case of temperature depending on how much it is going down how bad it is how dysfunctional this person is getting since how many days this has been happening 
we need to start taking care of that. But much before that, we also need to understand that there are preservative and preventive roles in mental health. Curative comes much later, even when a person succumbs to some form of disorder, which again, as I told you, is a small percentage. The large majority of us go through some transient situational disturbances. Some of us bounce back naturally. Some of us bounce back with the help of our loved ones, our near and dear. They give us sort of support and they are optimistic and they say, don't worry, we are all there with you. We'll somehow tackle whatever is happening and become, overcome that uh, thing. If we do not do that, then we may start going deeper and deeper. Like if I ignore my fever, it may eventually turn out to be malaria or dengue or H1N1 or even COVID or whatever it is, right? So, yeah. The preventive part of it, the preservative part of it, all of us can do. Be among positive people, a simple thing. Like how in physical listing we say that, you know, be with uh, the people who are healthy or who are maintaining good sense of hygiene so that you don't acquire any, you know, transmittable diseases through them. The same thing happens here. Be in the company of positive people. As far as possible, avoid negative people, people who backbite, people who are short-tempered, people who create that unpleasantness all around you. If you can get away from them, nothing like it. Supposing you can't get away from uh, them, then what do you do? If they are very close to you, learn to insulate yourself mentally. Even that can be done. There are ways and means of doing it. I'm not going into the details now. But as long as I can insulate myself, at least mentally, if not physically, I can still maintain a good you know, mental uh, health. Also keep in mind that the mind controls the body. It has been proven time and again that a lot of physical ailments are actually a consequence or at least have been aggravated by the mind being disturbed. According to me, a very simple, what I would call as a rancho definition of what is mental health, I would say, peace within yourself and harmony with others, significant others, your near and dear. Peace within myself. I am not perpetually confused. I don't go off into depression. I don't keep losing my temper. I am not, you know, finding it difficult to take some decisions as to what to do or to move on and things of that sort. I have learned how to handle stress. Yeah, there are times when I have to face difficult situations. I know how to manage it. That is what gives me peace within myself. But also remember that there are a lot of people who are at peace within themselves because they are making life miserable for others. There are families where the head of the family is such a tyrant. He says, I am doing everything for my family. I look after them. I earn for them. I love them and they love me. But you ask them and they will say that even his physical presence in the house makes us so uncomfortable. We are so happy when he is not around. Of course, he's our family member. We throw him out or we can't run away from him. 
but we are very uncomfortable even when he is around because we don't know what next and in what way he is going to blow up or he is going to point out something or make us feel very unhappy so peace within yourself is not enough you should also be in harmony with your loved ones you should be in harmony with people who are closest to you and whom you care uh, for if you do not do that what happens you will be hit by another pandemic this pandemic i have been cautioning has been there for at least the last one decade and it is constantly growing people don't take it seriously because it doesn't kill but it definitely brings down your quality of life and that is the pandemic of loneliness when your mental health goes down people start keeping away from you and when people keep away from you you start becoming more and more lonely and you start getting more irritable you start pointing fingers at others you're very unhappy with the others who are not treating you with love and care the way you wanted them to uh, treat you so it becomes a vicious cycle the more i get angry with them the more either i shout out or keep away from them and i become more and more lonely that is another indicator of your mental health if you feel that you are a lonely soul nobody cares for me nobody makes friends with me nobody is there for me when i need some emotional support it means your mental health is not as good as it should have been you have done something about it please don't pass the buck to the whole world everybody in this world wants to make friends with somebody or the other everybody wants to love someone or the other everybody likes nice warm company but they are keeping away from you because your mental health has gone down your behavior is such as is not acceptable to other people and they say why should we be nice to this person and this person is being so nasty to us this is what i want you to understand and this loneliness is going to continuously increase the more we are into technology the more we are into these covid type of pandemics the more we are going to be working from home and things like that the greater will be the epidemic of loneliness which is going to make a lot of lives very miserable as i said it doesn't kill but you can live for the next 50 years a very 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 lonely person and there is once you get caught in that trap it's very difficult to come out so preventive role try to be around people try to go out of the way and help somebody try to make friends with others make gestures to re- reach out to people these are the type of things that we need to know the other thing to be able to keep good mental health is please use all parts of your brain if you are a very logical or mathematical person you are a software engineer or an accountant or something of that sort you are using your left brain characteristics which are mathematical logical things like that start you doing activities which are what we call as right brained creative activities get into music start writing some blogs or talking to people in different uh, ways start reading good literature and things like uh, uh, that 
regardless of what you are doing, what is your profession, please start using all parts of your brain. That is your vaccination against loneliness and against your mental health, you know, going uh, down. Please understand that there is a very small role that mental health professionals can play in terms of the curative role. Preventive and preservative, all of us personally have to do. We don't even need professionals. Even if you go to them, they'll say that you're not suffering from any mental disorder. So what medication, what prescription can I uh, uh, give you? Just improve your quality of life and you will be a happy uh, person. And that's why I said that if we start taking these precautions from day one, today, whatever has been my life so far, now I will start improving on those uh, things. As I told you, I will keep up a good sense of humor. I will keep up good uh, relationships. I will look forward to the future. Man lives on hope. Even when you're going through the worst stress, worst of relationships, worst of whatever other hurdles and challenges that you are facing, if you keep your hope alive, that tomorrow I will do much better. We are coming to the halfway point after which uh, we will be taking in questions. So I thought just to give an example of how good mental health develops from childhood and how people live on hope. I wanted to share with you a neighbor family who had two daughters. The elder one was what they call as a nerd. She had thick glasses and her nose would be perpetually stuck in her textbooks. And she used to get top marks and parents were very happy with her. The younger one, once in a while, used to think that there is something called studies or homework or tests. Pathetic. No marks she used to get. Parents are very worried. I won't forget the day I went out for an evening walk and this kid saw me from the window and you know, started waving out to me. Uncle, 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 wait, wait, wait. I want to talk to you. And she came running down the steps and came with a big grin on her face. Uncle, I got my maths test results. Now I knew that maths is her most difficult subject. So I was getting ready to give her my condolence. I said, okay, you got maths test results. What happened? Uncle, I got six marks. Six out of 20. Six out of 20. And what is the passing mark? Eight. Eight is the passing mark out of 20, you got only six and you're showing me all your 32 teeth and grinning away. What are you celebrating? <laughs> no, uncle, last time I got four, no. This time I got six. Maybe next time I'll get eight also. That, ladies and gentlemen, is good mental health. I would like to thank Dr. Ali Kwaja for telling us about what mental health is and how it is a key to success. Uh, dear listeners, if you want to share your views and feedback on this program, you can contact us on 223554904904 or mail us at radioactivecr90.4mhc at gmail.com. If you have missed the show or want to hear it over again, you can hear it on www.soundcloud.com. If you want to listen to all our programs, you can download the Radioactive app. Keep listening to Radioactive 90.4mhc, Bangalore's first community radio station. Get active. This is me, RG Apurva, signing out. Wake up to Bangalore's most active radio channel. 
रेडियो एक्टिव नाइन्टी पॉइंट फोर मेगा हर्ट्स गेट एक्टिव